Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time for episode 661 of Who Charted? The show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations. You have passed Checkpoint Burning Man on uh, the road to late, late, late summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett Peter. VPM Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Starred? What's up, man? Good to be here. I don't I don't think we have even passed Burning Man, right? Are, Aren't they all stuck are still, there? Well, I, I know they were allowed to leave yesterday. I was saying that, uh, that, that that's a great sign of a festival when you're allowed to leave <laughs> at, at some point. <laughs> and... and uh, uh, isn't Moshe Kasher stuck there, or did he find his way out? Was he allowed to leave? I wasn't checking Instagram. I know he's gone every other year. What? What? Did, yeah. Do you know that? He I was think out he there? was there, and I'm pretty sure he was stuck there for a bit. I don't know. Well, was like a few years ago. I know he got Natasha to go with him. She used to always make fun of that. He goes all the time, yeah, and then she yeah. got him to go. I wonder if he, they were stuck out there as a family. God, I can't even imagine a more un-Natasha place than Burning Man. I know. She, <laughs> she didn't complain about it that much. I think they, you know, they glamped it uh, pretty much, oh, if yeah, that's possible sure. out there. For sure. But yeah, shelter in place. I was like, isn't that what Burning Man is? Like, <laughs> isn't that kind of redundant? Like right. Shelter <laughs> yeah. in place. Aren't you supposed to already have survival supplies? Uh, yeah. All ready to figured. go. So hopefully they were prepared. But uh, maybe we'll get to to some stories about that a little bit later. Let's bring in our guest. Let's find out if he was stuck out of that mud. Here he comes now. You know him from comedy all over. Wow. (laughs) Earwolf alumnus. Stitcher alumnus. And guess what, gang? He's going on a big tour. And then you could see him do a live taping at Lincoln Lodge in Chicago on November 11th. Or catch any of the other dates. Please welcome to the charts, Dan Van Kirk. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's been a very Hell long yeah. time. Good to see you both. Yes, you too. It's sorry it's under such tough circumstances as uh, I know you are a fan of Jimmy Buffett, who oh, we man. lost just this past week. It, it, it Very much so. In my friend group, we've, there's 16 of us. We've all been friends since we were like anywhere from five to 14 years old. And uh, at every wedding, we play A Pirate Looks at 40, and we all kind of like group up, and it's yeah. been a thing we've done since people started getting married. And in the Midwest, that's about 20, 21 people started getting married. And we just <laughs> did it last week before he- Wait, so they're 21 years old, and they're singing A Pirate Looks at 40? Yeah. We've loved it since high school. We've loved that wow, song. Wow, that's great. That's I funny. Because Go ahead. No, I I just came to it later on when it was actually like pretty relevant. And yeah. It's just funny to think of like guys being that wistful when they're like not even out of <laughs> it college. It is so yet. true. Like I remember loving it in high school when we would kind of, you know, we would listen to, you know, all of the like Alice in Chains and Candlebox and Mad Season my, and all that that's stuff. My but, but, wait, where was this? Rochelle, Rochelle, Illinois. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Roshan. And we, um, you know, Temple of the Dog, all that stuff, Soundgarden. I'll just keep going, but I won't. Um, but <laughs> our buddy Grant Manning was kind of, I think through his dad was like the parrot head and introduced a lot of us to, although I do remember the very first time I heard it was uh, in junior high at Lori Sparks' house playing her dad, Scott Sparks, uh, great guy, RIP, playing his LPs and listening to um, Come Monday. And right on. Yeah, it's the, one of my top five. Love oh, my gosh. One. And so, you know, there's songs. This I guess this is probably the part that looks at 40. There's just certain songs that even though they don't apply to you yet, you can feel the beauty in them, like the art of it. Yeah, and yeah. And you don't know yet, like, what that's going to mean to you later. But like you were saying, as I've gotten older... Like she's closer, only 17 closer. by winger. <laughs> <laughs> there is a was, small window for that, the love of that song. Yeah. And it is in high school. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, though. It is funny because even come Monday, I was already living in L.A. when I heard, you know, the lyrics of I spent four lonely days in a brown L.A. haze. Yeah. And, it, and but, I just want you back by my side. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you can see it connecting, I guess, all the way into the Midwest to young guys. That's That's awesome that you guys had that music to bond on. Oh my gosh, son of a sailor. But on the fun side of things, fun side of Buffett, I found myself one year. So whenever Jimmy Buffett played Vegas, it was always in October. It was like the second or third week of October. And all of the parrot heads, fittingly enough, would stay at the Flamingo. And then they would do a parrot head takeover unofficial. But there's 600 of them. And right. I found myself. And they at fit the, in already to the decor yes. and everything. And I found myself at the parrot had like, like unofficial convention at the Flamingo. Cause he played it like New York, New York or MGM or something like that, but they would all stay there. And that was like, that the, must've been a drunken oh, melee from the most fun people. Uh, this was years and years and years ago. And then I've, when, I've even been to the Margaritaville Resort on, on uh, Lake Conroe in Texas. Outside really? Of Houston. Oh, wow. How's yeah. that? It is. If you took a Margaritaville and said, <laughs> what if we put some rooms over there? It's, 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 a, it's a pretty nice, like, it, it, has a, it is a very nice resort, but it's so. Like, it, did just they paying, play just Jimmy Buffett and Kenny Chesney? And, all, all of that. Yeah. And yeah. Doobie Brothers. The like, restaurant into, with cots. Yeah, yeah. They'll dip into a 70s light rock. Um, but, you know, I'll call it what it is. It is very nice. They did a good job with it. But you're still paying $19 for a $7 burger. Because, yeah. And, and, and it's not that great. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're in <laughs> Texas. You're not even on the Gulf. You're not even in the, uh, no, you're, you're not being by salt water. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, I love it. And my only regret is that I never got to see him live. I never did. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah. I was lucky enough to see him at the Hollywood Bowl in uh, 2015. How was it? Um, it was amazing. It was uh, like every single person there was drunk. Of like, course. There, yeah. there was, you know, parrot heads in the grass skirts, and then there was just other people, but everybody there was having a good time. It, it was kind of, uh, I went to see the Grateful Dead once, and although I was like, you know, feeling like this is cringy to my sensibilities, sure. there was a camaraderie there that's and a the brotherhood. Yeah. Because yeah. that's I'm, the thing, like, as much as those bands that we were, that we were talking about earlier, the Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, all that stuff, the thing with a Jimmy Buffett concert is there is no one there who showed up with a bad attitude. Yeah. No yeah, one came much. there to like get some anger out about what happened to them in their past and are hoping for a mosh. Right. No one's yeah, banging their heads. <laughs> no. right. That's what I like about them. Uh, 
I, I like parrot heads almost more than the the dead heads because like it's just a pure philosophy of like relaxation yeah. and like vacation energy, man. Like, yeah, I, fuck love, like, I love the yeah, I'm yeah. down with the dead, but there is a little bit of gatekeeping yeah. with deadheads. They're a little bit more gatekeeping sure. but yeah, Jimmy Buffett people are like, I think there's room in this bar. Like they don't care. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. They also make the best, uh, furries, uh, the parrot head furries. <laughs> they sure. dress as parrots and yeah. fuck each other. In costume. <laughs> love that. Um, love that. Well, them. Right, I will revisit uh, the, some more Buffett as we go. But right now, let's get into the music chart, and I will quickly wrap the history of recorded music. Here we go. Here we go. Music. We used to play LPs. Eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? Chat GPT tunes. <laughs> Did I say it right? Yeah, you I got it. That. Thank you. GPT chart milestone. Um, what about you, Daniel? Has AI, uh, besides the strike and all that, has AI affected the way that you work? Do you use chat? GPT. I do not, but um, our producer for Pen Pals, mine and Rory Scovel's podcast that everybody should check out if they haven't. People just send us letters. We write you back in audio form. Um, right it's a really fun show. Uh, that sounds our, fun. Our uh, producer uses an AI tool for the editing. So it like can pick up- wow where the like because we don't live edit so we do yeah. a like a three or four camera shoot depending if there's a guest it'll do a pretty good job of putting the camera on who's speaking oh and then our yes can kind of then go in and just finesse it but it saves i think it saves like an hour hour and a half and you can watch yeah. it just go do, 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 like it just cuts it so right. that sort of stuff i'm wow, good that's with. interesting you don't need yeah. the tricaster anymore like the right. old uh remember when oh, VPN yeah, used to come yeah. in to yeah. earwolf they, yeah, they had a the whole pit crew come in with that yeah. thing <laughs> yeah yeah now you just so, got gpt on it yeah. i'm okay with ai doing uh some type of technical work i just am not okay with any creative endeavors <laughs> yeah. Well, people are using it as a shortcut to, uh, you know, setting up scripts and stuff like that. And then we've used it to write songs right here on air and they wind Go up being it. like longer than uh, an Iron Maiden. <laughs> so. Do you think uh, AI could ever keep up with the Sklars? Dan, wow, you, you, that's you that's work a with good, them a lot. That'd be almost funny to just <laughs> the see. The third Sklar. But if you, did you guys see that? clip that went viral with you know jerry seinfeld is now doing clips too so that's where we're at um okay he's doing like a q a and somebody asked him if they thought ai would like ever be able to take over stand-up and he said no i think this is great he goes no because ai can only get smarter and good <laughs> comedy is often about dumbing things down and nice. pointing, pointing out like the that. dumb it doesn't yeah. know how to go the other way right to make right a point. that's interesting yeah and interesting like, yeah like measuring the dumbness. Right. To where you're right. a smart yeah. guy saying a dumb thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, uh, when stand up's going badly, that I think AI could definitely mimic. Like, that wouldn't <laughs> be hard for it. <laughs> 100% agree. We, we don't need humans for that. Um, all right. Well, what chart do we have this week? All right. I'm going to the Apple Music uh, 
top five in the USA chart. Right on. All right. So coming in at number five. Number five. Zach Bryan. Mm-hmm. Is that a country guy? Yeah, yeah he's I your already, new I guy. I know the song you're going to say. And yeah, I not very authentic. This. Very hey, authentic. Hey, Driver. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Featuring The War and Treaty. Were you thinking Luke Bryan or Zach? No, Zach. I'm oh. with Zach, but this song okay. came out. The song I'm thinking came out a couple, like the 24th think, of August. I think we Ooh. might see that one you're thinking of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. later on this chart. Here we go. Hey, Driver. All right, man. I'm ready when y'all are. This is your song, Mike. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. One. The cold two, open. Three. <laughs> so take me down the road that's a little bit windy To a place they still put sugar in their eyes tea. Where the women all fine and the love is fair Yeah, driver, you can drive me off anyway Hey, driver, I need an address I'm in a fight yeah. with God This Carolina's shoulder Seems the place I'm getting on Daddy always told me Never make a home on the road while your lady's sneaking out And the kids are growing old Hey, driver, I've been riding Yeah, it's real homespun sounding. Yeah. We are in an era, guys, of it. Yeah. It is it is country music and hip-hop. And, and yeah. you know what? If you guys are old enough, you might remember this. It's similar to 1992 with what Garth Brooks did while hip-hop was also... Oh, oh yeah, he yeah he got big. Yeah, and country became very cool for about like five to six years, and I think it dipped a little bit. And then now, in terms yeah. of the zeitgeist, I'm speaking. But um, yeah, we are in a everybody loves country music. You know, yeah, I mean, when there's tough in. times, it speaks to the travails of the common man in this yeah. economy. You know what I think <laughs> is uh, funny about that one? In the beginning, he's almost kind of like saying, "This isn't my song." If it, if it doesn't go good, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, we'll be I play like, that again. Yeah, 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 do it. It felt a little like there is no snare in my headphones. Uh, I know exactly. That's the folksy version of it. Like, yeah. You guys don't like this. It ain't me. I didn't do it. <laughs> um. All right, coming in number four. Number four. Oh, here we go. This is Oliver Anthony Music with Richmond, North of Richmond. Let's see here. Politicians, look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. <laughs> I got to the goods. Yeah, you did. I fast forwarded right to the line. Honors. And the obese milk and welfare. God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in. I do like how he says, ought not. Oh, like that feels like the the right kind of language for this these, this these, kind yeah. of stuff. Like he's a whaler he from old Hartford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like I, sling blade. I, mm-hmm. The melody and the voice is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's it, great. It is absolutely beautiful. Did you guys you guys saw the thing where he made a statement after the Republican debate? Yes, that yeah, okay, that good. kind of turned around my opinion of him a little bit. Like I still think it's it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, but I it's, think so um, too. I I was just happy to see all those people who were so sure that he was their man. So sure, just get like just in one little clip. And he had and it's because he has that back. part where he says it's about them more than he, he does say it's about everybody, but he goes it's right. about you more than anybody else. 
Yes, and I like that. I've always, you know, I talk about this a lot. There's a lot of people on, and I, I, I don't like being divisive, but I can't yeah. know what the world is. There's a lot of people on our side of the fence uh, socially that annoy the shit out of me as well. Of course. Of so, course, and so yeah. I'm, 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 I can get behind a thing. And also the part you chose is so perfect, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I'm willing, if he were to go, look, dude, I don't fucking know. I'm just writing a country song and I'm trying to make a point. Right. I'll, I would go, yeah, yeah, I could get if from a comedic standpoint, I could get behind that too. Like where I'm like, yeah, I, that just worked for the fucking thing, man. I don't, yeah. but everything's so hot button, especially in that yeah. regard. Right. But he yeah. said that, um, he was like, that wasn't even a song that he really played a lot. Like some woman was coming over to do some story on him locally. Yeah. And then he just like threw that one together and played it. Really? And then that's the one that went out. But he had only played this uh, farmer's market in his town. And then after the song came out, there was like 6,000 people at the farmer's market to, to go that's see insane. him. insane. Well, the that's video hilarious. looks like he's just standing in a gorge. With a banjo. Yeah, 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 yeah that's totally. what I'm saying. Like, there's no audience when he's singing that. But then I'm saying, I, like, when he takes it to the farmer's market and goes, if yeah. you're five foot three, three hundred pounds, like they're all standing there, like you know what I mean? It's kind of like doing uh, fat jokes. Yeah, when, you know. Oh, they're, they're, that like, reminds me of like a. I, th I think there's a Simpson joke like that where there's some concert where they're like, "Wait, that's us!" I can't. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's so funny thinking about getting your vegetables and stuff and hearing somebody that angry right. on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You just wanted a zucchini. Yeah. yeah. He just hates people who's 5'3". He doesn't care what political party. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Oh, Howard, this is why I love you. That is so perfect because everybody's focusing on the weight and the food. Yeah. There is yeah. just a whole swath of people, men and women, who are like, the fuck? I'm 5'3". Yeah. 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 Leave me alone. Yeah, Leave yeah. Alone. I, did, uh, <laughs> I can't change with Brandy that. Newman. Like, what's the what? What the <laughs> oh, fuck? Right, right. And as much as I don't care, I can't not recognize that for them, they must be like, "Fuck this song." Yeah, <laughs> fuck <laughs> right. This. You're like the uh, what was the bagel guy? What you think? Oh yes. Uh, oh yeah, the bagel the, guy. That bagel guy got me through some tough times. Unbelievable. <laughs> Classic video. Right on. Wow, you we're know, all country so far. All country so far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. You. All right, coming in at number three. Number three. Gunna with Fuck You Mean. Keep me a stick of they purge. Young gunna wanna they working my nerves. I'm about to pull some serve. Fucking this bitch like a purse. Smack on the back of a purse. Ice, the bird. Shitting on all you little turds. Can't take that dick with your turn. Dude, it's wild, like you were saying about country and hip-hop. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, the country has to make a point and be poignant and strike you in the heart or something. And then this <laughs> just, just like, ah, I fucked her. I stuck a bang yeah. her perm. I don't like but, that lyric about turd or something. He's just shitting something yeah. like a turd. It's like... It's not suitable. I don't know why. Not suitable. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember, this is how we ended up with that Tim McGraw Nelly song. In the wake of the last time, it being the '90s mm, of like yeah. pop, big popular country, so I, somebody's gonna do that. I mean, is there's parts oh, where we ended me. up with? Yeah, limp, they've been doing it. Biscuit <laughs> and Uncle Cracker, yeah. No, yeah, there's I'm, just I'm, Florida Georgia Line and all oh, these right. bands. Yes, yeah, I forgot tons. about that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And now um, there's actually a lot more black artists doing it. It used to be like, wow, this white guy's rapping a little bit, mm -hmm. but there weren't a lot of. Uh, 
you just didn't see that many black entrants into the country charts and stuff. Sure. Yeah. And now there's there's a lot more. There's a lot more. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned Nelly. I feel like he's owed almost like an apology from like he's so ahead of his time in that way. Sure. Like country grammar and all that. I don't, don't know. Think- it never really connected. Like, hey, this this is a guy doing something like. Quite new here. Do you guys? Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Like a, uh, inside baseball question about the show. You, since you're always tapped into the zeitgeist, have you ever thought about like, or do you feel it when it comes up that somebody was in the right place for nostalgia for maybe three or four years ago? People would be like, "What is this?" But now it's kind of come. It's been long enough. Like if Nelly dropped a verse oh, yeah. right now on a Drake song. People would go nuts for it. I feel like because right. it, because it's kind of like been long enough. Whereas if he had done that in 2011, 2012, people would be like, "Why the fuck is a Nelly on a?" Like, right. do you guys ever feel that? Like you you're tapped into also nostalgia's timeline while also doing the zeitgeist. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you definitely see like certain people just all of a sudden rise up, even though they're not new artists, they rise up and become beloved. Well, we're uh, seeing, I think now we're seeing a big, uh, you know, obviously the 90s have been back in a big yes, way. And I think big. we're seeing it g- bleed into the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then I'm seeing like, we're now seeing the Creed reunion tour, yeah, like the, they're the coming back, you know, yeah. and I feel like there's a certain portion of people who are like past the age of just roasting Creed every day. Right. Yeah. And then now they're like, there's that portion of people who are ready to see them come back. Dude, I it's remember, like, there's always that, that pendulum swing. I remember probably five or six years ago, Rolling Stone for whatever people want to think about them anymore in terms of music, but they did a thing of like top 10 alt rock albums of the nineties and Creed's my own prison or whatever their first one was on there. And they were like, right. forget everything you know, that comes after this. If you could listen to this into a vacuum, you're like, this is a great album. Like it is very <laughs> yeah. of the time, but like right. it all worked really, really right. well. And I think if you weren't year, aware of all those bands you listed earlier, yeah, you know, course, Alice exactly. in Chains That's and all true, them, you'd be like, oh, hey, they got a sound, you know. Yeah. But yeah. if you're if you know all of those, then you can't get well, over you, it. If you had yeah. me if you if you weren't aware of any bands, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we get your we get your side of this. Um, but I feel like in the last year, you've seen yeah. a lot of pro Nickelback of people being like, it's not cool. Yeah. There's anymore. the counter counter take because you know? of nostalgia, it mo- it's, a, right. it's a spotlight that moves. And if you find yourself in that window, you can hit, I, I really like the sound of this song, by the way. I feel yeah. like you can feel yourself. Maybe you relate to this uh, or like as we age, you can feel the dad opinions like start to sure. sink in where you're like, I'm not moving off of my Nickelback take. Like <laughs> I'll fucking die on this Hill complaining about Nickelback. Meanwhile, the kids now are softening up on it. And they don't see the big deal. Like, why right, do but you? Then, but Brett, but then also, yeah. cut to you at a right. wedding in the final <laughs> 45 minutes, <laughs> right. photograph comes on and you're like, oh, and yeah. you are. And then I'm game. going, you know what? Why was I so hard on this? Like or compared it just, to today's It just music. turns yeah. it up a notch and you have a lot of fun with it on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, nobody was really that hard on Def Leppard. I mean, that they, yeah, they, true. they had very little resistance. It's very true. Even even punk for rock people like that album. That's wild. That's true. That's wild. Uh, it's all right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Doja Cat, paint the town red. 
Of the might energy, you can't talk no shit without penalties. Bitch, I'm in your shit if you send for me. I'm going to glow up one more time, trust me. I have magical foresight. You gon' see me sleeping in courtside. You gon' see me eating ten more times, ugh. You can't take that bitch nowhere, ugh. I look better with no hair, ugh. Ain't no sign I can't smoke hair, ugh. Yeah. Give me the chance and I'll yeah. go there. Bitch, I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. There you go. Doja. I mean, saying, Ugh, what did, what's your, I know you've heard it a lot. Ugh. What is your guys' take on that? To, uh, I just hear the, the walk on by. I mean, I just hear the Herb Alpert or whatever that is. Oh, or, uh, yeah. yeah, I just hear that. I think of Austin Powers. But um, it's good. <laughs> I mean, she raps. She sounds a little like Nikki on that one. Mm-hmm. Just making Ugh noises. Yeah. I mean, it's not one of my favorites from her. But it I also think it's plays okay. In- oh, go sorry, bro. Oh yeah, I was just saying. I I like it, but I feel like I once you hear it once, that yeah. that feels like enough. I like the video though. If you've seen the I've video, seen it. it's very cool, and it's very uh, that was causing some controversy because it's very like Satan focused, mm. or she has like the Reaper next to her, and she's dressed as like a demon, and um, mm. it was pretty. It looks pretty cool. I worked with her once. She was great. Really? Before she blew up. Yeah. And uh, she was awesome. And you, and I seeing her perform, I'm like, whoa, this is, she, know, she, you could, she worked her ass off and you could tell like she. Well, what knows. kind of work was it? Were you guys at a restaurant together? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was in the break room. We got yelled at all the time. I'd be like, sing another song that like, you guys have to get on the floor. Uh, the fajitas no, I, are hot. Take them out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, showtime. Great. She always did her side work. She worked really hard. Very detailed. Uh, showtime has brought me on a few years to uh, assist with the AVN and GAVN awards. And she was ah. a, uh, like for writing and stuff and she nice. um was a performer for the gay vn awards back in like 2018 maybe 2019 oh, okay oh okay. crushed yeah. was she a uh was she a goofball she seems like a like like she was pretty locked goof, in i think you know i think it was because you know maybe more so because it was before she blew up she was very like yeah you, know, you remember when you're when you're so starting out and even still like shows can mean so much that and uh so she was pretty locked in but she was really great to work with and awesome and her performance was was great but Creed like, also was played there, right? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. They actually hosted, and it was a big conflict for them personally. But they needed the gig, Stop. so uh, I like that. Did her, did her song "Rules" ever make your guys' top five? Was that a big thing? Which one is it? I don't remember that one. It's called "Rules." All right, it's very. Uh, it's probably too vulgar to ever make the top five, but I I, I like her. I like that song. Like she played with nostalgia, like we were just saying, like the yeah. sample something that can rope people in. Her Coachella set really kind of blew my mind. Like she just went so all out on it and all mm-hmm. the songs were totally reimagined with this like incredible band. And uh, it was just like, oh, I'm seeing a real entertainer here. It yeah. wasn't just somebody like lip syncing her songs or whatever. Check out Rules. It's very, uh, it's very, we're at a, we're at a pool in Vegas, but not the parrot head variety. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. Coming in at number one. Number one. Here's Zach Bryan again. Maybe this is the song you're thinking of. I Remember Everything featuring yeah. Casey Musgraves.
Rock girl and whiskey's gonna ease my mind Beach town dress on the drying line Do I remind you of your daddy in his 88 Ford? Labrador hanging out the passenger door The sand from your hair is blowing in my eyes Blame it on the beach, grown men don't cry Do you remember that beat down basement couch? I'd sing you my love songs and you'd tell Sounds me Sounds like a Lana Del Rey song I feel yeah. that way too The beach is sad Wow, yeah uh, well, maybe glue. someone will remix it. They got to speed that thing up. I love hearing about the beach, but that was <laughs> that was like a day when it's too hot. Uh, sapping me. It sounded a little bit like I'm on fire, but like an even yes. slow version. Yeah. Oh, great. That, yeah. That's perfect. I like his lyrics. I like his authenticity. I like his voice. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is one of those kind of like, uh, it's not that fun to listen to. Like, uh, it's it's authentic, but it's like a little downtrodden. Yeah, I don't know. I always think contextually, like, where does a song like that live in your life? And I feel like if yeah. any of us were like making a short about a guy who drove around at night, like looking for somebody, like you, you perfect right. put that in. You know, yeah. Obviously, a lot of these songs too. This is the thing I feel a lot about New Country. A lot of people are making songs for episodes of Sons of Anarchy that never aired. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's great. You just tied it all together. <laughs> that makes so much sense. It's like so poignant, but only if you like your character just shot somebody. You know, like, <laughs> right. You need the visuals with yeah. it. Yeah, you need Katie <laughs> yeah. Seagal like in the shadows. <laughs> right. That's a whole like genre. A- there is a kind of, you know, obviously downtrodden or depressing type of song that is something that you would listen to, like in the car or something. Sure, Sometimes yeah. these yes. are so laid on so thick that I would I would be like cringing at myself if I was just listening to this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it all depends on your anyway. level of self-awareness. But you'll... Right. You, I'm going to drop a song that you guys might know. If you were waiting for AAA, like your car is out of commission. <laughs> Perfect. I could see. Yeah. <laughs> and you use the last 2% of your battery to just wail yeah. out on that one. <laughs> yeah. But those songs, you're right though. They live in a place like there's a song called The Reason Why by Rachel Yamagata. And it's one of the mm-hmm. most beautiful songs, but it is so on the nose and so sad that you, you have to have been dumped within hours for it to like yeah. be able to fit in a window of your life. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think hundreds of years from now, they'll say like, why was every song supposed to bring people down? You know, <laughs> I think they'll, they'll work on the percentages. I mean, Van Halen, <laughs> Van Halen, no ballads. You know what I mean? Yeah. They never, I mean, it makes they never a chose difference. to go down. Over like every metal band and every hair metal band mm-hmm. after them always went to the ballad, and uh, yeah, the second single was the ballad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and who do we remember? Van Halen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, right on. Um, okay, well that was the music chart, and we'll be right back with the movie chart. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's a great fan, Brett. It's a great what? Fan. It's a very artistic. Like, oh, thank you. I like it. Set of yeah. Aviator. Yeah. It's like one of those uh, Palm Springs wind, yeah. wind farm fans. I spent a long time looking for one that I liked when I, I had never even considered before, like what a fan should look like. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, then you realize so like, you have an opinion on it. Right. It goes back to what, Howard, what you said about your perspective changing as you get older. I've, I've always said like, you're an adult when you sit in somebody's house and are like, I bet those curtains were expensive. No. Yeah. yeah. Great. There's, yeah. There's, there's no, you never think about the fucking curtains when you're, your whole life's in front of you. <laughs> no. <laughs> or when you start getting in conversations with friends about interest rates. Uh, you're just like, all right, I, I'm a full blown adult now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I never a, saw yeah. this coming. It's over. <laughs> I'll never be artistically viable again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're back. Yes, we are back. I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Dan Van Kirk and Brett Morris. And this is the movie chart. Sorry. <laughs> Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. For most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen, freaking giant. Movies. All right. All right. Uh, Bars. Let's see what's bringing them back into the theaters. Okay, coming in number five. Number five. Hanging around on the charts, it's Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. We'll never get the best. Why would we go to the middle of nowhere? Burning Man. Who knows how long? <laughs> <laughs> Burning Man. That's great. Why? Why? How about because this is the most important thing to ever happen in the history of the world? Mm. You're the great improviser, but this. That little shot of Albert Einstein just looking sad is so funny to me. <laughs> like, I know this is obviously like supposed to be a really good, important movie, but that's what he that looks little like a shot fake does not look important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It looks like Shitty a uh, drunk Einstein. history scene. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Oh, that's so funny. Hey, do we have a white wig laying around set? We got to shoot that Einstein. <laughs> yeah. Today. Is there a drunk history of Oppenheimer? Uh, you would think so. Yeah. Well, Do you guys both saw that movie? You know, they're remaking Drunk History, but now that Derek's older, he just enjoys the alcohol like his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> um, I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Have no. you? No. Yes. Oh, okay. I saw it in 70 millimeter IMAX. And oh, cool. It was quite impressive. I, I enjoyed it a lot. A lot. A lot. Nice. Yeah. How was the the um, music volume? That's so f- fucking loud. I feel like Chris Nolan films they jack it up too much for me. Like, oh, I'm just- sure he sets a criteria. And yeah, you you've seen Interstellar? Yes, I remember I don't know if that. People have told you, but it's a lot of 
it's a lot of that. It's like in between lines of dialogue. And I was actually thinking about the script while watching it in between lines of dialogue. It must say cut to a star explode. Like it'll cut into like beautiful star or like chemical movement or something like that. And it's so loud when it does it. Yeah. But it also feels, and I wouldn't fault anybody for not liking it, but it feels so uh, cultivated. Like he, this is exactly the movie he wants to make. And there's probably what five, six directors who can do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you guys are saying the music swells while people are talking. It'll enter. It'll like interject the middle of a conversation. It'll cut to like some stars, some sort of nuclear reaction, be super loud. And then jarringly like jump cut back to the conversation. Oh, it yeah. cuts. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the interstellar music b- being so loud. Mm-hmm. Like I like, watched it with earplugs in. I t- I'm not good. kidding. I believe you. I'll tell you another Christopher Nolan thing. Dunkirk was got a lot of uh, response from people saying too loud. A friend of mine who uh, got shot in Afghanistan, he saw it the same weekend I did, and I I wanted. He to said ask. it was louder than when he really got he shot. He said he That's goes insane. that. He said that volume is what it felt like. That's what it sounded like. And Oh my God. He also wow. said that that movie got a lot of flack because there's huge swaths of time where no one's speaking. And yeah. he said, when you're in a firefight, that is what it's like. There is not much to fucking say. You only need to look at people and know what needs to happen. So for somebody who had been in one, um, right. he found it to be uh, acoustically, if that's the right word, or audibly um, very close. And uh, the way it was told to uh, be representative of what that's like, which for me, I was like, oh, there's so many people who will never hear that perspective. But yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So I was hoping it was, I, my, I was hoping he was saying it was too loud. So yeah. goes, it's louder than the damn battle. And then they finally <laughs> turn it down for everybody. Yeah, else. exactly. He walks out with his bronze star and purple heart that he has and be like, turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> he goes over to the box office, give me another one. I need another purple heart <laughs> sitting through that. Yeah. Um, okay. Coming in at number four. Number four. Gran Turismo. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, shut up. I'm not missing my race. It's an insane true story. Yeah. Yes, we're not going to jail. <laughs> I don't know what the true story is. They're not in America, correct? Correct. But the the video game was in America, wasn't it? I'm, it was a global release, but it was. I'm okay. pretty sure it probably dropped first, or at least if not simultaneously for. The uh, video game didn't have any story to it, though. Mm-mm. It's just like mm-hmm. pick out a car. Race, you know, enter the race. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I suppose that is the true story. People do do that every day, but uh, I don't know what this story is. <laughs> They've been a lot of street takeovers here in LA. There's like a lot of like, I've been seeing it on the news. Yeah. A lot of people just go into an intersection, start doing donuts and stuff. Wild. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Street races, mm-hmm. all kinds of smashing grabs. There's a lot going on in the Didn't, streets of LA right wow. now. Wow. The weekend that they opened the Fourth Street Bridge or reopened it in downtown, didn't they quickly have to shut it down because people spent all weekend street racing it? That makes sense. Yep, I'm pretty I believe sure. It. I'm I'm directionally correct, if nothing else. <laughs> Man, it's been a long time since I've uh, been in a donut. Like, did you guys ever do donuts as as teens, yeah. no. young adults? Yeah. It is a pretty fun thing to do. 
Well, Rochelle, Illinois, if you if yeah. it's just about one inch, one, two inches of snow, you, it, you yeah. would just go to the high school parking lot and just spin totally. out. Totally. <laughs> yeah, you just spin. <laughs> Feels like a good idea at that age. <laughs> it really does. Uh, <laughs> all right, coming in at number three. Number uh, three. Blue Beetle. Looked. What the hell is that? How did you get it to do that? I think he likes me. It's on your that's weird seeing George Lopez in a superhero movie. Yeah. What the? Host acquired. Who said that? It's okay, it's gonna be okay. Wow. We're seeing the entire origin story just we in really this are. trailer. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like I see need to see the movie now. I feel like uh, I have seen it. I'll be honest. I watched a little Black Adam this weekend. I felt like oh, I'd seen it. I watched a little Aquaman. I felt like I'd seen it. I watched a little Shazam. I felt like I'd seen it. Yeah. I don't know. They're bleeding together unless they, they do sure something are. different. Um, I don't know. Have you guys seen this one, Blue Beetle? No, but I've heard it was decently reviewed. That it Let was. me look at the reviews. They get decent reviews. Then when it's That's time true. for me to watch them, yeah. Oh, it's. I mean, I need a. Yeah, seventy-eight. To get seventy-eight on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a that the, that number is enough for me if I've got the like if I'm on the road, and we got five hours to kill in, in Nashville. Let's go. I mean, it's either honky tonk or Blue Beetle. <laughs> yeah, honky <laughs> tonk. Honky talking in the daytime. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's one of those deals. If I was on a plane, if I was killing time, I was away from home and my loved ones and all that meant something to me, everything that kept me anchored in my sure. own personality. Yeah. I'd check it out. Fair enough. I wonder how much the critics are just sort of beaten into submission at this point with the superhero movies, you know? Yeah, but this like, is DC. So there's, there's also like a field day on DC that, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, maybe they're just like, we got to give them one. <laughs> <laughs> we got to let off on a, <laughs> a, a pre, a, b- before James Gunn gets in there and gets his fault. We got to give him one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Uh, Barbie. Coming down the charts. Hey, Barbie. Can I come to your house tonight? Sure. I don't have anything big planned, just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and plant choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop by. So cool. You know what's good about this movie? It's gonna it's gonna blow out the color pink. Like pink is gonna be a played out color like in like next year, next few years. Right. It's gonna be like, oh no, my older sister did that. I don't yeah, like that. That's, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. And like Messi with uh, Messi's playing on Miami now, and it's just mm-hmm. pink uniforms. Like this is the summer of pink. Mm. I think we got to move to a new palette next year. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you, you guys saw here. this, I'm sure. Or I haven't. I haven't. Yet, I've no? not seen it yet. I do want to see it though. It's Heard quite it's good. Awesome. It's exceptionally smart. Yeah, I hope they don't do a sequel. You hope they do not. You think yeah, they you're got, not going to be able to left like, it all on the field. Because part of what part of it is the surprise. Like you go to yeah. Oppenheimer, you got a pretty good idea of what you're going to see. 
Right. And by now, of course, if you haven't seen Barbie, you, you know that it's higher brow than you think it's going to be. But yeah, it's still you haven't seen it and experienced it. it. It catches you like, oh, wow, you're going this direction. If they do that again, that's a lot of the. I know what you mean. It's kind of like Lego movie, like when it when it turns real in the middle, like it's an mm-hmm. exciting thing. And then it's just like to do it again, it wouldn't have the same element. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, that has never stopped Hollywood before. Yeah, oh, they'll be there. Yeah, Jaws was perfect. Well, look, perfect. They had to make more. <laughs> All right, coming in at number one. Number one, the Equalizer three. Oh, Denzel! Wow. Imagine knowing the difference between these movies. <laughs> the equalizers. The third one is when he <laughs> killed those guys. With a stopwatch. <laughs> yeah. Nine seconds. It's good to see Denzel back, though. There you go. So trouble found him in Italy. <laughs> he found trouble, I guess. Yeah, they ran into each other again. <laughs> I mean, at some point, it's just like the Jackie Chan, right? Like, oh, the convenience store he works at. These guys are trying to move right. their way in. Like, this time he's in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Denzel oh, yeah. is so good. He's great. I mean, it's like a Liam, Liam Neeson move for like a a quality actor to then do the old man beat, mm-hmm. beat him up. Kind mm-hmm. of thing, yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, all of Liam Neeson's movies rely on cell reception. That's my big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you if he misses one of those calls, it's the whole movie's over. Right. <laughs> There's a shocking amount of movies that cell phones kind of ruin. You know, or uh-huh. like that's why I totally understand it when you you want to make your movie your action movie based in a time before iPhones because that just uh, yeah. would ruin the whole thing if you're able yeah. to text who you need to get a hold of because your whatever. first hurdle your first yeah. hurdle is why didn't someone look this up why didn't somebody call somebody why right. like so <laughs> yeah. you have so you really like a big part of your script writing which we've all done is is the cleverest way you can explain why no one used or yes. had access to their phone. Right, right. Exactly. Which is why someone needs to do a horror movie. In horror movies, at, they do that now. I feel right. like like there's something, there's some reason they don't have their phones and so they have to And, and you're seeing the chat, you're seeing the text and it's yeah, the text exactly. explaining yeah. why it's happening. Yeah. But somebody should do a horror movie at t- that takes place at the Comedy Works in Denver where they take your phones away as you walk yeah. in. Yeah, ah, <laughs> there you yeah, go. It's locked up. <laughs> yeah. Or how about a... How about at uh, Burning Man this past weekend where there's really no phone reception out there? Yeah. So the people are stuck there in a very sort of different situation. Yeah. Uh, the Burning Man is like everybody who's told me, yeah. you got to go. You become one with the earth. It just takes everything back to the days where things are simple. And then this year, earth was like, all right, let's get together. And people were like, I'm out. I have. I don't want to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> but I've heard from some yeah. people who stayed that they were I like, need it's to the evacuate. Desert. Yeah. I've heard some, some from some people who stay that they're like, well, it's the desert. It dries out really fast. So it, it's actually okay pretty quickly. But some people were out. Chris Rock. Did you see Chris Rock left with Diplo? 
Oh, yeah, he was the celebrities. They got yeah. the celebrities out there, yeah, out of oh. there fast. Um, I'll tell you a movie I did see this week that I had never seen before. I texted Howard about it. American Movie, the documentary. Yeah. I cannot believe I hadn't seen this thing before. And what do you think? It's just absolutely brilliant. I, I'm just like, I want to see Colvin. it five more times. Colvin, you've seen it, right, Dan? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I saw it a long, a long time. It's ago. just such a glorious window into uh, that era. It's a great one. It's a Thanksgiving movie. Watch it on Thanksgiving. It is a Thanksgiving movie. (laughs) (laughs) That guy has more drive than anyone. You know, it's like by the end, you just, you kind of respect all of them. You know, it's been like 20 years. There should be a follow-up to see what happened to his kids. Cause that, that was the part that I was like, Oh, this guy's a dad. Oh no. Yes. (laughs) Although I, I was sad when I, I looked up, I'm like, I gotta know. Uh, where all these people are at right now. Apparently, Mike Shank uh, passed away last oh. year, which is too oh, bad. Okay. He was the, right, to me, he was the yeah. breakout character like that I've seen in the last like 10 years. It's just brilliant. Just watched it. Yeah. But, yeah. um, Colvin. Colvin. Indie horror. Uh, right on. Well, that's what's bringing him back to the theaters. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. <laughs> The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Spotify. Was that our chart, Spotify? It was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, sorry, it was Apple Music. Oh, yeah, uh, Apple. You know, we same difference. Yeah. Same diff. Now, I realized, though, is that Apple Music sounds better than Spotify. Really? That's yeah, great to know. Yeah, there's a lot know. of things that sound better on Apple Music. Wow, that's great to know. I have been yeah. on Apple uh, for years. Everybody looks at me like I'm a heretic. Same. <laughs> they do? Yeah, I don't use Spotify. I just use nice. Apple. And yeah. it looks better, too. I like the white layout as opposed to whatever they're doing over there. Yeah, as opposed to the grungy Alice in Chains dark, depressing layout. <laughs> it looks like a, a bad version of uh, Napster. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, coming in at number five. Number five. Let's start out with a little Buffett as tribute. Uh, this is a pirate looks at forty, the live nineteen seventy eight version. You had to be there. Little song. Uh- going to do for you now. We'll dedicate this to uh, the captains and sailors at sea tonight. And uh, bringing in the goodies. Uh, I wrote this uh, for an old friend of mine down in Key West who just uh, couldn't quite find his occupation here in the 20th century, you know. Couldn't work at Sears or out, you know, couldn't do that. So uh, he turned to smuggling. And, uh, oh, yeah, no. And I guess there's a little bit of pirate in everybody in this room. And uh, pirate, take these names here. <laughs> but this goes back to me, the Long John Silver and Young Jim Hawkins, and won't stop till I quit stopping. This is called a pirate looks at forty. See, he's literary. He's talking about Treasure Island right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, raised to be an author. He said his friend turned to smuggling. Yeah. 
yeah, weed yeah, smuggler. Occupational hazard is that his occupation wasn't around. <laughs> Some good harmonica right there. Mother, Mother Ocean, I have heard you call. Wanted to sail upon your waters since I was three feet tall. You've seen it all. You seen it all. Watch the metal road you switch from sails to steam. In your belly, you can hold the treasures. All right, I got a quiz. Right. I got a quiz. Yeah. Must have known When did boats switch? From sail to steam. <laughs> what decade was that? Sail uh, to steam. What decade? I'm saying 1810s. Oh, 1810? Eight, you what, said what, what decade? Yeah, yeah. I'll go hey, 18, 1840s. 18, 18, yeah, more like that probably. 1840s. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer. Oh. <laughs> Someone Jeez. will tell us. We Someone can look it up. Yeah, somebody knows. I would say 1820s. Oh, the 1780s. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Wow. So, how did Buffett? I thought see you that? were like snickering at me, like that. I went so early. And no, I was. Didn't I was. No, that was the game. The game, but I was not in there. <laughs> but wow, that is uh, earlier than I expected. Uh, maybe that's yeah, when they were invented the or something. Yeah, you got the Constitution and the steamboat in the same year. Well, I mean, I guess it is about pirates, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But how did he said he goes? I watched the men who rode you switch from sail to steam. Was he like? Reincarnated or something, <laughs> or it's one of those old Sinatra tunes where it's essentially like a acted acted out song. He's he's being the pirate while singing that. Song. Ah, it's a yes. period piece. Yeah. Yes, good call. Yeah. Um, he did a good job of it on that one too. Well, I, was, <laughs> I, I almost wanted to tell you guys in the break there is something. Uh, you know, yes, he became the guy who sold margaritas and had a resort and all those things. But if you dial it back 45, 50 years. It was just an artist who went to Nashville and they told him, we don't fucking want you. Yeah. We don't want to hear your fucking yeah. music. Rejected and he him. just, they, he just went off and played what spoke to him. And we all, I definitely know, respect that. Uh, and the zeitgeist found him and then he found a way to have a niche that never faded. Ever. Never faded. Not a fucking ass. Yeah. So 100%, 100% on that. Yeah. It's like, why don't I just, I'll make Florida and the beach a whole thing. You know, yeah. I don't need Yeah. That, it's so. a summer legend. Yeah. I feel like, you know, within the, the summer pantheon, it can't be overstated that he waited till September to September 1st. September up, 1st. You know. And, you know, we point. say he on got the a show full a lot summer of, out of them. Occupy June. If you want to have a three month summer, you got to occupy June because by, It'll be too late if you don't. Mm -hmm. So you need June, July, August. Yeah. And then the big man, yeah, he checked out right there on September, September 1st. 1st. Uh, passing the baton, some say. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but 
some say to the have a summer movement. So shout out to that. And um, well, here's a second to the man. I, I read Paul McCartney had a really like beautiful tribute to him that I read. And, um, and it went way longer than I was expecting. Like, I, I just didn't know the two of them had been friends, you know, sure, yeah. and you just see the star of a post and you think like, Oh, that's nice. That's a nice little tribute. And then you click the like, see more part and it just kept going. And he had these really detailed stories about him. And he was saying how, um, basically you could be out with, uh, Jimmy anywhere. And he would pick up on people's little phrases and sayings just always and be like, that's a good idea for a song. Ah. Oh, that's a good idea for a song. And he was so into fishing and scuba diving and all that. And Paul McCartney said that he, I guess, recorded with him somewhat recently, I think probably within the last decade. And that uh, Jimmy Buffett had this song that he just based off of a phrase from scuba diving called Bubbles Up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and Paul was saying, I've never heard this song, but I, I really want to hear it for the first time because Paul was saying, that might be the most beautiful melody I've ever heard you write. And you managed to take this phrase that's just like a, a just like a phrase, a technical phrase basically from diving and made this really like beautiful metaphor out of it for life. Um, I mean, it, it so. almost sounds like a joke that Paul McCartney's like, how did you do that, Jimmy Buffett? The guy who wrote <laughs> Let It Be. Jamaica Mistake, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, the guy. these dumb songs. But <laughs> uh, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's like, awesome. How did you just hear a phrase like that and make a song out of it? Yeah. No, this is Bubbles Up. From that pressure drop feeling, we're just treading water each day. There's a way to feel better Be well set to weather The storms till the sun shines again When your compass is spinning And you're lost on the way Like a leaf in the wind, friend Hear me when I say Bubbles up, they will point you towards home no matter how deep or how far you roam They will show you the surface, the plot and the purpose So when the journey gets long Just know that you are loved There is light up above and I can see what he means because it sounds like it could be a like that could have been a huge Disney song or something from a movie. Yes, like it does up. sound like that. Yeah, um, I didn't think it was his best melody by far. But, yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't say that, Paul. You know, it happens when a lesser when a bigger artist <laughs> dies, the lesser artist will try to glom on. Yeah, very, yeah. he needed that. He needed that. Who are we? Who are we? Yeah, maybe Paul didn't want him to get too good at melodies so he's like right. just stop there that's the best keeping them down right yeah, yeah. no i think he yeah. bought it i think that's it right there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah when you're underwater the bubbles go up i guess that's a something you gotta Lead look you out for if you're feeling it, lost down there it's awesome i mean look at uh van halen had diver down like that yeah. those types of sayings <laughs> they're great yeah and they're oceany um all right well, yeah r.i.p Duncan had barely breathing it's all it all works. Oh, well, you were going to share something with us, so, uh, Dan, about Jimmy. Oh, no, that was it. The thing I said about uh, Nashville. Oh, okay. About we'll how he went we'll to cut Nashville that. We'll want. cut that. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, back to the the uh, true hot picks. Coming in at number three. Number three. This is Dan's pick. This is the Teskey Brothers with Rain. Mm-hmm. They Australian? I'm reading here. Maybe. They're from Burning Man. Google what this guy looks like, Brent. I'm seeing this right now, and he looks yeah. like a Hemsworth. Yeah. He's like this yeah. really? super handsome white guy with a ponytail. I, uh, Let me see. All right. Yeah. Let me show you. No way. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. He looks like Brad Pitt or something. Yeah. From Melbourne. Wow. He must get all the Sheilas. <laughs> uh, that's something. Yeah, yeah that's wow. like in the uh, Elvis movie when Colonel Tom Parker found, finds out he's white. The guy's the guy, you know. <laughs> yes. He finds out that Elvis yes. is white. Right? Yes. <laughs> oh shit! Money, 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 money. <laughs> Can you imagine being like, "Oh, I think this is. I sing like this." I sound yeah, like Otis yeah. Redding when I yeah sing. I can yeah. just do this, but not a but not a exact imitation to where people go oh you're it you you just have that same that quality you live in the same yes yeah like yeah. You're like, oh well that's that's my superpower yes and I'm super good looking I can you're not it. supposed to have Pretty both modeling. that's what pisses me off you can't <laughs> have both <laughs> what do you in music you are you know how many times in music they're gorgeous and I mean that look, look that is Whitney. true yeah. It's yeah, it's true. comedy where it's harder. <laughs> true, it's harder for us because of our yeah. looks. But, but we, you know, we, <laughs> we still get people. Play. Yeah, we're all gorgeous, but we got yeah, exactly. Here. You know, people don't take it seriously because of our looks, but we have jokes. It's tough out there. Um, that that was a, that, that was a great reveal. Um, but the Teskies, yeah, and it does look like he was Australian, right? Yes, Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, okay, Melbourne. Yeah. Is there another one, or he just calls himself brothers? I think there is. I think that video. I think they just wanted to do a very simple. Like, oh yeah, uh, where's the rest of the Teskies? I haven't seen them. <laughs> I've only ever seen him. Oh wow. Where maybe are they he, at, man? Where are your it's brothers? A Millie Vanilli situation. And it's, it's a what? the other. Maybe it's a Millie Vanilli situation, and it's <laughs> it's the other Teskey brother you're actually hearing. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not even less good behind looking. the camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, coming in at number two. Number two. This is my pick. This is Blitz and Trapper with Cheap Fantastical Takedown. Let me feel your heart, baby. Hear your heart. Tell me that there ain't a damn thing yep. pay for. The free, hazy, reckless kind of rundown world that we walk through, hoping that we find out. That we find our way. Comically and tragically break down. It's all a cheap, fantastic take down. 
But a good woman's gonna see through your plan And she's gonna love you anyway Just because she can Oh, damn I like that I like the lyrics It's pretty cool Think There's a I, second uh, verse about people who are five foot three and three yeah, pounds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ought not get welfare. <laughs> Ought not. <laughs> uh, I think I first learned of Blitz and Trapper through the Sklars, by the way. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. You, but, of course, speaking of Andy and Jacob, uh, <laughs> the Sklar brothers. Yes. <laughs> Check the out their book. Check out their book, Sklar Tissue, <laughs> the tell-all autobiography. That's so funny. No, shout-out to them, of course. Yeah, man. Um, coming in at number one. Oh, number one. This is Howard's pick. This is a uh, very provocative pick. This could be a cold pick, I'm saying. But uh, Zach could Brown be. Band with <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Alive. <laughs> 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 I can't even imagine. I can't either. Why would you cover this? Is this just fantasy? That's already a mixed harmony. It's already. Yeah, right? There's tapes being played, right? Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. Sounds like if your dad's band is playing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think even the Brits were probably like, why are they doing this? Yeah. We don't care. And then if you're in the audience, you go, oh, my God, we have eight more minutes. Eight minutes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go now. I'm going to go now. Do you want a yeah. beer? I'm going to go. I'm gonna oh, go. yeah. I'll go with you. <laughs> I'm going to go check out the Palace Piccadilly Circus. I'll come back. <laughs> yeah. I like to like things, but this feels like a piano where a, like a section of the keys don't work. Like yeah, in yeah. their harmony, it's there's there's a yeah. there's a bridge missing. between notes that are missing. Yeah, yeah. it's not Skeleton. quite blended. Like independently, they you can all tell these people can all sing, but it's just not. Yeah, it's almost like if they were challenged to do it on a game show, I could say, okay, we got to throw it together. Sure, but yes. why why yeah. do it? Or maybe a tribute concert. Everybody threw this together really quick. <laughs> but it's sort of like it's like a two layer cake made in a three layer pan. <laughs> also, they're not. They're not making it different different enough where you go, oh, cool, that's a different spin on right, it. Right, yeah. They're like really trying the, to get through the original version. Even yeah. Pentatonix did a more stirring version. Like, <laughs> my favorite band is My Morning Jacket. And, yeah. You know, they do Rocket Man. They did Tyrone, a cover, yeah. and it's so oh, My they? Morning Jacket version of it that right. you're like, oh, this is awesome. It's yeah. not, it's, it's, it, yeah. Yeah, they didn't make it their own. I mean, they pulled it off, but I wouldn't say they made it I would it their say own. that. Yeah, they pulled it off. It just, it, it, it's like when you try to, when you're a kid and you, that first time you try to take your pants off and leave your shoes on, that's, you, pull, <laughs> you can pull them off. You can pull them off. You can right. pull it off. It can be done, <laughs> yeah. but right. you'll never, you're not smart to ever it's do it It's not the again. right way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you also, since the age of YouTube, it's like, there's 10-year-olds that could play that song. You know what I mean? Like, mm, there's just a lot right. of kids, and musicianship has become a little less impressive, I would say, probably. Just because you see eight-year-olds playing, you know, Moby Dick and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, shout Bold out to, to the do Brits that for in sitting England through that. Too. Yeah. And... Uh, 
Oh, wow. I didn't know it was there. Yeah, that was performed at Wembley. It was why just do something from the zombies, man? Yeah, yeah. something quick. Three minutes. Hey, uh, this was great. Thank you so much to Dan for coming in. Dan, you say you'll be at the High Plains Comedy Festival in Denver and dates throughout the country. Did you want to speak on that? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the 20th, 21st, 22nd, I think, in Denver. And then I'll be in Vegas uh, at MGM at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. And then I'm opening night. I'm headlining 10,000 Laughs in Minneapolis. Plus, I'm doing Yuck Fest, headlining that festival. It's called, uh, uh, that's in Boston. And everything is leading up to Chicago on 11-11. There's, if you're west of the Mississippi, there's a good chance I'm going to be near you. First place I've never been, like Raleigh, doing a great little theater down there. So everything is at DanielVanKirk.com. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats on that. Uh, Go out and see that. How about you, Start? Yeah, check out uh, the newest venture. It's improvforhumans.com. We broke out of Earwolf Stitcher, um, one of the oldest shows there and one of the last to leave (laughs) at this point. But uh, we got like a full slate of bonus content over there and super excited about that. A lot of like improv educational stuff which is obviously um, Besser's like superpower. So uh, some really cool, unique stuff there. Go sign up. And it works very much the same way as Who Charted Pod, which uh, for fans of this show, if you haven't signed up yet, please go to whochartedpod.com. You can support the show that way and you get Who Charted every week. Howard and I are recording after Who Charted. There you go. Uh, and... Also check out uh, Griff Tours with Megan Beth Keister and Drop Date Duel coming at you every week. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Charted.